Hey folks, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. I'm Mark. Dylan's gone. And Dylan is on. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's currently uh, strapped to a sick bay bed <laughs> and <laughs> going through a wild ride. Man, you know what we should have done, which I would not have, I would have like nixed immediately as uh, I have a close relationship with the editor and I don't want them to have to do a lot of work. <laughs> Is we should have made right. this episode our clip show as well, so we could have done like we should have flashbacks uh, where we're all basically Riker in this situation. <laughs> I will say that like I was watching this and I was like, this is this feels like a lot of what I do for work is that like finding because I work I'm currently working as a documentary editor and it's just like finding bits and pieces of other things that thematically kind of work together and try to tell a story with it. But it's just real bad in this episode. (laughs) But it just made me kind of anxious. Like what scene are we jumping to? Why are we going to this? What What is happening? (laughs) Why are we showing all of the moments where Riker was horny? Do we know? Do we know? We're just going to acknowledge that now we're acknowledging that Riker's super horny all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So as someone who has epilepsy, um, uh-huh. as I do, uh, towards the end of the episode, when it was just like, bam, 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 oh, bam. God. It was just like, I was like, oh my God, because it was just jumping between the same three or four episodes, just back yeah. and forth and back and forth. I think they said it was seven, 17 episodes, yeah. but they did 35 different cuts between those 17 episodes, Jesus which Christ. is just insanity. <laughs> It felt pretty rapid pace. I mean, honestly, that worked the best for me. But I, under, as a person who doesn't uh, experience epilepsy, <laughs> I, I'm privileged in the sense of like I don't have to worry about it. I can just be along for the ride. Uh, does that mean like watching things like Transformers movies or you know Fast and the Furious is difficult for you or anxiety inducing? Mm. If you don't mind me asking, no, my epilepsy is a little bit. It's a little bit different than normal epilepsy, cool. um, but it does. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. I can get overwhelmed mm-hmm. watching things like that. And in fast succession like that, it can be overwhelming. Uh, but I'm not like scared to go to the movies or anything. Okay. <laughs> or yeah, or Yanni, watching clip not shows. scared to go to the movies. He's not uh, scared of no movies. I'm not man. scared of Vin Diesel in, uh, you know, Fast, <laughs> fast Five or whatever. <laughs> there, we're on, we're about to get 10. So Fast yeah. Nine, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've already kind of touched on this. We're doing, we're, this is our third episode in a string of horrible Star Trek episodes. Yeah. Shades of Grey. This barely qualifies as a holodeck episode. Barely. But I think it does because it, <laughs> it clips, it flashes back to clips of events that occur in the holodeck. Um, I, I it, almost, it, I like watching this episode was almost like... This usually gets an automatic zero for me. I'm not even going to fucking rate this uh, out of principle because it's such a terrible <laughs> yeah. episode. And then I was like, no, that's, that's it goes against the spirit. I gotta, I have to rate stuff. Like <laughs> you have to think about it a I, little bit. I did dock it points on every score for, because it was stolen, stolen, uh, like, Oh, an encounter at far point, this would have gotten this score, but because it's stolen from encounter at far point, you get this score. <laughs> we'll get into, right. we'll get into it. But like, uh, it, I'll explain this uh, in our um, holodeck section, but I had some different feelings watching it this time than the first time I watched Encounter at Farpoint, and I think it's because of how the episode sets things up. Sure. 
Uh, well, you know, without much further ado, uh, lie down in your bed, put your your sparkle blanket on, right? Uh, insert the rods into your skull, but don't don't <laughs> don't make sure that you uh, like don't um what's like lock brace your yourself head in. don't or, brace your head in because yeah. you want those don't things to jug, jiggle around yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah there's no seat belts there's no safety straps there's nothing just like perfectly still as we go on our trip to the holiday believe these simulations to be this real much of it is real sir I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Oh boy. Oh, Mark, I should share with you the document. Link document. I know you take your own notes, but I I'm do going take to just share notes. it. Yeah, I watched it last night, and then I watched it again this morning. So you watch it twice? I honestly, how did you watch? This I loved this episode. <laughs> I'm. I, we can get into it, but I, I'll tell you why I loved it, especially when you maybe watched that dumpster fire last week. So <laughs> I didn't yeah, make you do anything. Was I wasn't there last week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, good call, Darius. You that's really was a, a stinker. <laughs> threshold is just it there's nothing going for it Uh, at least this has like some sort of meta elements to it that i i can enjoy like first off this was designed as a clip show because they ran out of money yeah there was no money there was no money left okay Uh, so paramount was like we don't care just make it as cheap as possible so they only shot this over the course of three days um and the other thing is that there was a writer's strike at this time. So the writers quickly threw this episode together. And so I I love elements of pop culture and art that are influenced by the world around them. And like you can just see the seams and cracks of them. And so while this is a terrible episode, it is in a way like a time capsule or like a signifier of the time. Uh, so I'm, we I'm a big fan of that. The, clip shows aren't a big, de- like, huge thing anymore. So, like, the fact that, no. like, we have a clip show in something like Star Trek is kind of amazing. It's it's hilarious because, like, now they would just say, like, well, we'll just do nine episodes instead of ten. Right. right. <laughs> but back then they were like, we got to do at least 22. People on July 17th are going to tune in to NBC and watch. they expect Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but now they're like, yeah, we'll just do nine. Like, imagine if Discovery did a clip show. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like I feel like this is also an old school my mentality of like we paid the actors for ten. We cannot get that. We cannot let them get away with only doing nine. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not like the only place we really get clip shows anymore is um, my Rainbow Flags about to show. We we watch um, um, RuPaul's Drag Race, and you get yeah. like when they're trying to drag out seasons of reality TV, you get it yeah. in like those types of shows. We're like, totally. oh, here's the highlights from um, like Big Brother and stuff like that. You get it on like yeah. reality shows, but well, the, and other the, than the that, way that the Survivor. 
the no, I've noticed the way that they do clip shows on reality shows, a lot of reality shows now, is like the reunion or like where they like yeah. sit them down in like a studio and they're like, what did you think about this was moment? It? Yeah. Like, <laughs> looking back now, after you've yeah. watched yourself act like an asshole on TV, like and the whole world has yeah. seen you act like an asshole. <laughs> so I've, wa- I've watched enough Bachelor and Bachelor. I've seen like one ep- one season of right. each. And like, that's totally, it's so weird when like, before the last three episodes or whatever, they have all the contestants who didn't make it. Like, so what was this like? Was it's like, yeah, the producer was telling me to be a bitch the whole time. <laughs> the producer was just telling me to be an asshole. So they edited it. They they did not show any of this part. You know, they edited this very much to make me look like an asshole. Like <laughs> There's so much repetition in those shows. I don't watch a lot of reality TV again, but I felt like culturally I had to experience Bachelor and Bachelorette. And it'll be there's so much re- restated information and re- re- reused shots that I, it gives me anxiety as an editor to watch because I'm like, yeah, I know there were there were three minutes of commercials, but I still remember everything that happened. I do. I remember everything. I don't need to be reminded again. <laughs> really? You and sure? now it's in black and white or slowed down or like it's got, they put a little like sound vignetting. effects over it. And oh, it's like, <laughs> okay. All right. God, it's so much. I, I would, it would really bum me out to, to edit something like that too. There's just so much. Just well, okay. My, my fiance, he did that when he first moved out to Los Angeles. Yeah. He did that for a while and he's like, a, a lot of it is just like editing out nudity, like blurring out assholes and like right. doing these things. And you're like, Oh God, I can't I imagine do that. doing that all the time. I, I could, bl- I could, I could put a little, yeah, I could, I could mask some, 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 Jan's some like, I, Jan's like, I would love to do that job. That was like my That'd dream job right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. If blurring you got any nipples and, for- uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, cause it's like, it's technical, right? Whereas like, I mean, it's not that it's not technical to, to, redo scenes over and over but I, I don't know i i also am really easily affected by what i'm editing like i always dream i have like nightmares and stuff of just editing uh so i if the subject matter is something as stupid and petty as like the bachelor i think that would be terrible because i would just live that i live that in my dreams i re-experience those moments in my unconscious state, not much unlike <laughs> how Riker, I'm trying to bring it back. Tied in, tied in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Riker re-experiences the most important moments of his life, which occurred in the last two years. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If I had to watch a clip show in Star Trek, one that is completely Riker-centric, that's how I would want to do it. One yeah. that's just all about Riker. Like, if this had been, if it had been Jordy on the table, I would have fallen asleep in two minutes. <laughs> like, because Riker is just the most interesting man in the show. He just did. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's a Dosaki's weird guy. You wouldn't have wanted a Wesley Crusher clip show. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just picking sweaters. It's just him picking sweaters. Uh, let's let's go down the the credits here. Um, the the writer of this episode, uh, the the first draft was written by Maurice Hurley. This is he was the showrunner up until this episode. This is his last. This is it. He's done after this. Uh, and then Richard Manning and Hans Beimler, Beimler, uh I guess finished writing it. Hans Hans Boimler. 
No, Hans Baimler. I know. Boimler. I'm like, is that I a think Baimler? Boimler, yeah. a call to to Hans Beamler? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Bradward. Directed by Rob Bowman, and the music was by Ron Jones, Ronnie J, who is doing baby. a lot of. <laughs> He's doing a lot of heavy lifting in this episode. (laughs) He had to. The cold open. Can we talk about the cold open here? Where it's like five (laughs) minutes of like, what's happened? It's like, there was no context. Usually you get a, usually get a captain's log. We're on the planet doing da da da. It was just the ship and we're in the forest. There was no context whatsoever. They didn't want to, they didn't want to pay the money to have, uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart do the voiceover. So they were just like, they were like, yeah, like if we bring him in, you know, he's going to, he always stretches it out. You know, he hates coming into the studio. He'll, he'll find a way. Then he, we've got lunch and dinner that we have to get to him. You know, <laughs> like he'll take us, he'll say like my voice, I need to work on my voice. It's like, we're just doing a captain's law, Patrick. It's like, no, yeah, that's no, not going to do this right. I got to do this right. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to put something out First there that off, I'm not happy with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's my order for the Formosa Cafe. Uh, get it right. Make sure it's in at this time. I'll eat that, and then and then we can talk about it. You gotta let me know when it's about. not when it's hot, but when it's like just the right temperature for me to eat. Because yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's no context, and then like the sting, the the last moment of it is like Riker's leg goes numb. That's like the that's the 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 cliffhanger ba, moment ba, ba. of the cold open. It's like, wait, my leg just went numb. Ron Jones just goes like, Ron Jones is going nuts with the, the keyboard, <laughs> and we're like supposed to be like, wow, I'm really gonna come back after the commercial break because what is man, going on? He's got numb going leg. On? Did all <laughs> that really happen before the the title yeah. sequence? Yeah, like with Pulaski and O'Brien joking around and all that happened yeah. before. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> and they really took their time on that that transporter scene. Like, I love the beginning where she, t- you know, she gets on the transporter pad. She takes a deep breath. And I'm like, cool. This is good, like character storytelling. And then they had to add the like, then talk about repeat information. O'Brien's like, I know you don't like the transporter. It's like, yeah, we know. We visually we experienced it, but it's like, a clip show. The actor. Did a good performance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clip show. Rob Bowman's like, can we add some more seconds here? We need like 30 more seconds to hit that runtime. <laughs> it's a clip show. Uh, so we need to remember that Pulaski hates the transporter, even though we just saw it. <laughs> we just saw it. Is that it's new information? Did we learn that in another episode? Oh, it's like in her intro practically. Because she's Bones. You know, she's yeah. right. she's Bones, but a lady. Um so she's always like, yeah, I would rather use a, tra- a shuttle. A shuttle, and oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Pulaski, weirdly. I, I do too. I think she's fine. <laughs> I think people just like hated that. They just didn't like the change. Uh, I also think they just didn't like that she wasn't like the stereotypical young hot person. Yeah. And yeah. when I say they, I mean like, you know. Annoying fans. Not even annoying fans. Just like, the showrunners just like everybody on star right. trek well, <laughs> yeah well I, I, the thing is like she's just a woman who has opinions and a perspective versus crusher who is written again this is the way that they're written right so this is a judgment of the writing not not the, the actors right um whereas crusher is generally just like good doctor mom you know yeah. she's she doesn't right. have 
opinions that often. Not until that late, are, late in the yeah, show. Yeah, not until late, late in the show. Whereas Pulaski comes out like hot. She's like, yeah, like data are, you're not alive. I mean, you know, and that's, that was contra, but like her arc is she eventually likes data and that's, I don't know. It's interesting that people are so are still to this day have an issue with. So with the it's such a divisive character. like thing. Real divisive. So we should do a recap, I guess a recap of a recap show. Uh, maybe we should just do a recap of what happens outside of the recap stuff because like we don't need to recap <laughs> how do you the recap. recap the clips that's yeah. how do you 17 recap episodes 17 worth episodes. of clips <laughs> yeah no just recap like what happened outside of the clips <laughs> okay then i'll take you 15 seconds actually Will that's the, that's how we're gonna make this interesting instead of it being 30 seconds we're gonna see if it takes if you can do it in 15 seconds mark because you're the guest oh i get you're, to do it guess, again yeah you always do twice in a row always. we we get to just push that off on you when somebody is not here <laughs> god damn okay great and you have to do it in 15 seconds mark you did say okay. you liked this episode so i did yeah. the thing is i really did like this episode um Enough to watch it twice, which Threshold did not get a second watch out of me. No, no. Uh, okay, so start when you're ready. Okay, ready and go. So Riker gets stung by something and his leg goes numb. He goes up to the to the ship and then he lays down and he's joking around, whatever. Then he um, gets things put in his brain. The thing goes up to his brain um <laughs> oh wait it was only 15 seconds for real yeah i said it was 15 seconds which is weird because I don't, I don't think you can do this in 15 seconds <laughs> no i think you should have spent more time on the cold open <laughs> and they um figure out that memories um cause different changes in the they like oh hot memories turn thing get make it stronger and sad memories make it weaker and so they stimulate his brain until the thing dies so yeah that's that's science and <laughs> that's nobody science. bangs uh except for Riker in his brain right Riker right. bangs like Riker 20 bangs times in his dreams. like crazy in his dreams and you know so. Riker came out of that later and was like why'd you guys stop the the horny dreams like I really I really enjoyed those horny dreams <laughs> it was like, killing you it was uh, killing the you the bugs right? were like, too it's a, of, it's a hell of a way to go like it's a hell of, <laughs> he's like you know yeah <laughs> That's how I want to die. Honestly. I thought I told you that. I would I thought I told you I, that. <laughs> I thought that was what was happening. I thought like, you were just giving me all great. Like how uh what's it? Dax Curzon Dax dies. He dies uh on <laughs> Risa. Fucking on Risa. <laughs> he was banged to death. Banged to death. <laughs> oh. By Vanessa Williams. Yeah. One of those wonderful That's 90s. That's a way like, to go. Wait, what? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, the clips in this. Uh, what's funny is like because you know a clip show works better. It never works well, but it works better when there's been like seven seasons. Yeah, this is two seasons of clips. So I had forgotten about a lot of these episodes because the first two seasons of TNG are the roughest ones, and I had forgotten about the space Irish crop wool crop top girl <laughs> don't you like girls oh <laughs> uh, man i i think uh, low-key when i was a teenager i was like i don't know why but this is very attractive to me <laughs> a wool crop top 
I, probably a weird like segment of my brain was just like this is if you ever meet somebody who is like this and I an Irish hottie who wears wool crop top that's the that's the way to go but but I had it is not a common occurrence I have never met anybody like that I'm, I'm wondering did they have to pay Tasha and um or did they have to pay not Tasha did they have to pay Gates McFadden and um Denise Crosby Denise Crosby to use their likeness in this episode? Probably. I would expect that in their contract, there is a residual or like yeah. a reuse fee or something like that. Yeah. Because there, um, there's yeah. in the last episode of Deep Space Nine, they don't, it's not a clip show, but they do like flashbacks. Yeah. And it's only from season seven. So you don't see any Jadzia or anything like yeah. that. And <laughs> it made me think about that because they, we see quite a bit of, Tasha, there's only one Beverly scene, I think, in the whole thing, but we do see, yeah. I mean, we see her get murked um, by, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sludge Monster. Uh, Sludge Monster. It's Ar- Ar- Armis. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I, I would expect so. I would expect they would have got paid for that. Because, like, again, licensing, working in a documentary right now, is like every fucking thing gets licensed. And, and the contracts that they have it. with actors back then aren't the the contracts they have with actors today, where it's like, yeah, we bought you out. And nowadays, so we get to use like, whatever, whatever the fuck we want. We want. Like, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Everything is horrible now. Yeah. Payouts and stuff. We could um, we could put this so episode yeah, we could put this episode of Star Trek on the Super Bowl if we wanted to, and you get nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you pay us. You're welcome. Exposure. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad out there. Creators get screwed all yeah, the time. Well, just because unions need to do their jobs. Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, moving so, on. so Jan's favorite Jan's favorite clip was the hot. Um, hot the Irish hot lady. Irish girl. My yeah. favorite clip was him and Whoopi doing their when he oh, was yeah. like yeah. macking on Whoopi, and she was like told Wesley shut to up, shut kid. up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I loved that. I thought that was that's so a great good. scene. That's a great scene. They're that's like an example back and of just forth. Like, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that scene. Like until I saw it to like this morning. Like I had forgotten about that scene completely. <laughs> It had a sort of a pacing to it that I just recently rewatched Out of Sight, and it reminded me of um, when. Cl- Have you guys seen Out of Sight? I don't know. No. Um, it's a Soderbergh movie from the '90s, and it's really great. And it was edited by Ann Coates. But anyways, um, Clooney and Jennifer Lopez in the late '90s. So like you know, they're the hottest the two have ever been. And they have so much chemistry. It's it's insane. And there's a scene where they, they basically have a, a version of this conversation with, uh, but like, then they then they bang. Um, <laughs> so it just actually reminded me, it's like, cool, like Whoopi and, and Frakes have actually got really good chemistry. Yeah. This is, this is nice. Good I loved them. it. I was like, yeah. You do I kind of want to find... Tell Wesley yeah. to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, kid. She's that enjoying it. Get the it, fuck you know? out of here. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, I, it's just, it's cute and stuff now, but, like, I feel like in the late 80s, too, this might have been a little subversive, too, because it's this woman who is, like, taking charge of this, mo- like, she's enjoying this moment, and she's she's empowered in her flirtation and her sexuality, and, yeah, I thought it was really great. It's a really nice moment. Enjoy. How about you, Darius? Do you have a, a favorite clip? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite clip, but uh, uh, seeing the encounter at Farpoint, uh, 
uh, holodeck scene <laughs> holodeck. again. It just it gave it a new meaning because like he walks in confused and you're like, oh, is he like, is he alive in his in his? Because it's the first right. thing we kind of see as like a, yeah. a, a a flashback, and so you're like, oh, is he like actively dreaming? Like, because you can't really tell just yet. And then there's just like yeah. this sense of tension throughout the whole thing that you don't get when you first watch it. So you kind, I kind, yeah, I kind of hope that it obviously this was never going to happen because it's a club show. But like at one moment, Riker like stops and is like, "Wait, I've done this before, right?" You know, like it, it needed That's that how it sort felt. of little moment. That felt yeah. like what was going to happen, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Even in just in the year and a half between like that episode and this clip show. Frakes has changed so much. It's not just the beard. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I know that he quits smoking cigarettes. Actually, is is what really happened in real life. He said that he quits smoking, oh, yeah. and so he gained some weight because smokers, you know, there's a compulsion, right? So he he instead of smoking, he ate a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah. that's the that's the real life ex- explanation for why Frakes just. I mean, he's so skinny and he's like a baby. He's like a baby boy in yeah. Encounter at Farpoint. Um, but it would still have been, I mean, like, listen, this would not have been the last time that they brought Jonathan Frakes on again and did a time, like, you know, with the the Enterprise episode, the, the finale, yeah, where they bring Frakes in to play a version of him that was 10 years younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I cannot wait till we do that episode. I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. That, that is, but when is it, is that going to be our finale? Are we planning to do that as our finale? I thought so. I thought that was going to be the whole series finale. Like the, like the, yeah. the finale of Trek to the Holodeck. Like <laughs> we'll be, um, where no, what is it called? It's where no man has gone before. I think so. Net- I think it is. Or no one has gone before. No, these are the voyages. No, mm. what is the name? What's These the are name the voyages. That's the name of the documentary, isn't it? Last episode of Enterprise. These are the voyages. Yep, that's what it's called. Oh. Um, the um, the when they're in the um in sick bay, <laughs> the whole could, episode. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that he when when he's before he passes out, he is still just doing his thing. And he is the yeah. bright spot of, cause Troy and Pulaski, you can tell are struggling with this episode. And so <laughs> they're just chewing scenery and like trying to build tension and this, they can't do yeah. it. And, and Riker yeah. is on his back and he's making jokes and pow, pow, pow. And I just <laughs> love it. I love the way he's, the thing about his grandpa getting bit by a rattlesnake and then the <laughs> snake died or whatever. Like, I love oh, that. Man. I, I was like, give me more of this, like facing, because this is actually surprisingly a good companion episode to Threshold, because like the way Tom Paris deals with mortality, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he pulls his tongue out and freaks out. Whereas Breaker's <laughs> like, yeah, fucking, I don't know, my grandfather got bit by a rattlesnake. It was weird. Three days, but the rattlesnake died. <laughs> <laughs> he's from his family's from Alaska so what kind of snakes do they have in Alaska Alaska snakes I'm sure there's tons now do they have snakes kind in of, yeah did they, they have snakes, snakes up there freeze to death <laughs> what kind of snakes does Alaska have Alaska is famous for its complete absence of snakes <laughs> there you go called it there you go <laughs> science is terrible the science in this show is terrible <laughs> oh is it <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, should we do our should we do our segment with our science correspondent now? We I'm should. Right. I think this might is a good yeah. We should because yeah. You want to intro? Okay, it, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we're we're gonna bring in our science correspondent who first appeared last week. Uh, his name is Loder, and here we go. Thank you, our science correspondent Loder, for joining us today. Let's start things off pretty quick here. Uh, What's going on with Riker? Is it a bacteria? Is it a virus? Is it a bacteria? What's go- what is this? Well, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> and Dr. Pulaski apparently also doesn't know. So yeah, <laughs> she says that it's not a bacteria, not a virus, but with elements of both. But that doesn't mean shit. I mean, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's bullshit, basically. Bacteria and viruses are basically two very different organisms. Two, two for starters, <laughs> viruses are not even alive. So yeah, <laughs> viruses are not alive. Bacteria are microorganisms. Bacteria have cell walls. Are in the cellular viruses are micro, really tiny, really tiny. So yeah, that so doesn't make this- any sense. I think we know this why Pulaski is not the doctor after a little while. I think well, if we would have had um, Beverly Crusher here, things, you know, we wouldn't have got a clip show. It would have been yeah. a quick episode. <laughs> she would have identified it. She's like, oh, yeah, you just yanked this thing out, uh, do a little hypospray on the wound, and I think we're good. I mean, here's the thing this is the last time we ever see Pulaski. Talk <laughs> about going out with a whimper. Oh, my God. She. Uh, <laughs> It's like, oh, thanks. One thing that I didn't get is that's just like, I can't remove it without removing the nerve. Okay, remove the nerve. Replicate a new nerve. We have like, what, billions of nerves. You have technology for that. So, yeah, why don't you do that? She waits until it spreads up into the fucking brain. To actually, oh, it's bad. It's going to kill it hit him in the leg. Like, seriously, exactly. not got a brand new leg. Why can't Riker get a brand new leg? Like, yeah, it didn't hit him in the neck. Like, it got him in the leg. You cut that shit yeah, off I mean, immediately like, and then just give right. a new leg. <laughs> People in the Civil War, we just chopped off the legs. There's tons of nerves in there. That's fine. Like, <laughs> remove one re- nerve. I assume she can replicate, re- replicate new nerves. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's nonsense. I mean, I I like to imagine that the at the end of this little episode, Picard's like going over the the the, the Pulaski's log, and he's just like, I can't. This is honestly, I don't know what's going on with her, but um, I think this might be the time for her to retire. We need that to exit, get pressure. The exit interview, like, oh my god, this was not great work. <laughs> You know, you know, Beverly Crusher would have been like, I have a kid, like he nicks his legs on things all the time. I just, I throw some Neosporin on that shit, throw a bandaid on it and send him on his way. Like, <laughs> not that complicated, no offense, but it's just, it's not like how many, like Picard's looking back at the whole season with Pulaski, like all these events. He's like, wait a second, that planet where everybody just got really old super fast. Like that was easily avoidable. Like there's so much stuff here that I think. Is Pulaski even a doctor? Is she a con artist? <laughs> well, <laughs> well when, when, when he was like, what do you need from me? And she was like, get out of my fucking hair. He was like, is that how you talk <laughs> to your superior <laughs> officer? 
in that moment that I don't know why, but I just thought like she's doing the wordle. Like he he came in, and he's like, "Hey Pulaski, how's it going?" And she's like, "Oh, what? Uh, no, f- just get out of my." <laughs> that, that was a bones moment. That was a bones moment. That was it a totally Pulaski was, bones yeah. moment. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, bacteria versus virus. We're not sure, <laughs> even though we should be able to figure it out. Um, uh, you, there's something about the cortex uh, and and then how emotions work related to endorphins, dopamine, neurotransmitters. Um, I'm not smart enough to put it in detail. So, Lader, go ahead and take us away. Well, basically, endorphins are endogenous neuropeptides that uh, relieve pain, basically relieve pain. They are pain blockers, so they don't produce emotions to, for starters. They do not produce emotions. It has, they do not have anything to do with emotions, <laughs> apart from the fact that they do have a side effect of producing, re- increasing the release of dop- dopamine. And that does make you feel a sensation of euphoria. So, but basically, they are pain painkillers that our body produces naturally. They don't, don't have anything to do with emotions. And they and Pulaski says brain endorphins. Well, all endorphins are produced in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's so like uh oh, ass endorphins. Oh, arm endorphins. <laughs> like no, they're all brain endorphins. <laughs> I'm just imagining. You know how there's that um that black doctor at you know talking to Riker at one point. Yeah. I'm just imagining him like to the side, like just shaking his head, like brain endorphins. Are you fucking kidding? Like. Can you just let me treat him? I was doing a fine job. I was, we were joking. I had a good bedside manner with him. And she's out here saying brain endorphins. Like, Jesus Christ. This, this was actually my I mean, specialty. This was my specialty in Starfleet. Yeah. Like, this was it's my, Riker, yeah. so he's just... got balls endorphins. So. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah, dick and borf- endorphins. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, at best, we could say that Pulaski was simplifying by saying, like, you know, if we load him up with ibuprofen, basically, he's going to feel better, which will make him <laughs> feel positive emotions, at best. And what's interesting um, about this episode that, is that I find out while, while researching for this episode that what does produce emotions, like those that Riker feels, is electri- ele- electrical brain stimulation, basically shocking the brain. That's what she does to him as a treatment. So that does produce emotions like anxiety, fear, sadness, anger. So yeah, treatments were provoking the emotions, not endorphins. And um, you were saying earlier when we were talking before the episode um, that this is actually how you would do it, putting those rods in the head, right? You would actually, that's how you would stimulate the brain electrically? Apparently, yes. But not in the, in the way that is done in the episodes, which is like very very antiseptic. <laughs> antiseptic. They don't do any antiseptic. Kind of, yeah. Antiseptic. Exactly. They don't do any any sort of you know. I I think that there there must be something we don't know about the twenty fourth and twenty third century in terms of antisepticness because. Very rarely is there any quarantine procedure done or any cleaning Exactly. I remember yeah. that episode where there's a, an, Ar- an airborne virus, I guess. Right. And no, none of them use masks. I mean, <laughs> they don't well, wear masks. You have, 
you go through you go you go through uh you, uh, when you transport onto the ship the biofilters just you can't there's yeah, nothing the there True there's just nothing there yeah. there's just nothing there <laughs> they put I, on I like that, that blue coat there's... once they put on that blue coat it's they're done it's yeah yeah <laughs> I like there's there's that moment in the episode where Jordy and Data go back down to the planet, and uh, Jordy's like, ah, I, I think I'll be fine. It's like you could have put on a hazmat suit or something. You exactly. could take a one step. You could do one thing. You know that it is a dangerous environment. Nah. <laughs> but Jordy's like, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, no. I hate it. It gets so warm. I can't see Jordy anything. Would be a, Jordy would be an anti-masker 100%. He'd be like, I just can't breathe <laughs> out of it. I can't breathe I'm out of it. I'm wearing my virus. Come on. I've already got my visor. <laughs> my, yeah. my, my visor, not a virus. My visor. <laughs> By the way, in the planet, uh, data says about our roots that provoke uh, Stung Riker, right? Yeah. So it says that it's the rhizomatous. I don't know what that he possibly meant a rhizome. It's basically a, a, an underground stem that does not an under, underground stem. Uh huh. Though I so I don't know anything about plant biology. So basically, yeah, a stem me. is is the is the the main the main shoot of a, a plant mm-hmm. the, from which roots and other shoots emerge. So yeah, so you're saying that this is a stem that's actually would actually be underground, like normally not a root. Underground, normally underground, yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's another bullshit. <laughs> well, here's another thing that kind of felt like bullshit to me too, where they said that there was not an animal within 50 kilometers, and it just feels like I, I think they're trying to say like this. It's a very dangerous area for animals to be, but. It doesn't. I, there's so much plant life and stuff. I feel like an ecosystem would require animals to, like you know, spread seeds around. Exactly. And, yeah. Doesn't so ecologically, yeah, ecolog- It's bullshit, right? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Okay, it's bullshit. cool. I got one in. Not I if, noticed something. <laughs> not if they're all invisible. Oh, oh yeah, invisible to sensors. Man, invisible. <laughs> and finally, uh, Leather, I think you mentioned that there's actually a little bit of good science here about. Fossils? Just a bit. Yeah, what data says about fossilization is correct, actually. It does take millennia for fossilization to happen. And apparently, while researching for this episode, I also discovered that electrical stimulation of the interpretive cortex does evoke memories. So that's some good science, too. Well, there you go. Yeah, the rest of it... I mean, the, I think the most egregious elements of this episode were the no microorganism thing. They don't know which is a bacteria or a virus. That's totally bullshit. You would know. Our, you, our bacteria, they're like 10,000 times bigger than viruses. Viruses are like super tiny, right? Exactly. Viruses are like 220 per 200 nanometers in diameter bacteria are like micrometers in length one to five micrometers in length so fucking huge our world is nuts by the way that's insane (laughs) (laughs) recently i I read an article that says uh, the biggest bacteria in the world was discovered i don't remember how big it is but it was big, like two. It was on. It was on Voyager. They attacked. They were like the size of your <laughs> the head. Macrovirus. It was like the size of your head. 
That was a virus. That wasn't bacteria. Oh, that was a virus. You're right. That's not how a virus. I'm sorry. It was. That was a virus. We needed you for that episode, Lunaire, because uh, that one was ridiculous. Don't so remind me of the episode. Oh, man. It's called, I don't remember what it's called. Ma- it's just called Macrovirus, isn't Macrovirus, it? Macrovirus, exactly. Macro or uh, who knows? Who cares? It's really <laughs> bad, man. It shows up again when the, sh- when the Voyager ship breaks up into all the different time zones and Chakotay is running through all the. That's what I know it from because I haven't watched the original. <laughs> is that like a clip show in Voyager? Not exactly. They do come back and go back in time. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Voyager's version of a clip show. Yeah. Well, Lodair, um, thank you so much for joining us and 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 schooling us this as usual. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate thank it. For um, me. <laughs> thank you, of course. So really everybody, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Lodair is very active on our Discord. Uh, so if you have any science questions. Join our Discord. Trek to the holodeck. Also, what's your Twitter, yeah. Lodare, so we can shout that one out too? Lodare yeah. Jr. Jr. Like J-U-N-I-O-R. Cool. And Lodare is L-O-D-A-I-R, right? Exactly. Lodair cool. Awesome. Jr. Cool, cool. Well, see you next time. See you next time. Live long and prosper. <laughs> I'm quite sure that... The, there will be plenty of opportunities for me yeah. to come back. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plenty of them. Thank you for having me. And of course. Thank you. Thank you. From Sao Paulo. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Well, I, don't, I mean, Mark, you said you really liked this episode. You've watched it twice. I did. Why? I, did. What, I think what's it, the deal? I, it may have been, I, so it could have been a few things. So first of all, so watching Threshold last week, comparing the two, this was light years ahead. I also may have been riding high off of New Picard. Um, <laughs> so I, I could I be, um, now that we've learned what endorphins do, um, I could be <laughs> still have some endorphins blocking the pain um, because I right. watched it from, uh, I watched it after I watched New Picard. Um, thank you, Lodare, for the- You have uh, a sense of euphoria. Yeah, yeah, I've got the euphoria still going um, <laughs> from that. Um, no, I really, um, the first two seasons of TNG, um, are probably my least favorite um, in all of Star Trek, including Enterprise. Um, and so to kind of see what the showrunners thought were the highlights of those seasons, to me, was hilarious. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. Um, and so I really enjoyed, like you said, like the Irish girl going, you like girls, don't you? Like, I thought that was so, they were like, Oh, this is sexy. Let's throw that in there. I just, I thought it was great. I thought I laughed my way through it. I was, I had three glasses of wine and just enjoyed myself. I thought it was great. That's hilarious. I, I and now that that totally makes sense, Mark, and I, I can imagine you know, the writer's room or whatever. And Maurice Hurley's like, we got it. Paramount wants us to do a clip show. So I've written something and Gene's like, Oh, that's easy. What's, what's quintessentially Star Trek. Um, well, first off horny, it's very horny. Very horny. So let's get the horniness in there. 
the, uh, the episode where Wesley gets sentenced to death on the sexy planet, seeing on them, the sexy planet? seeing them go into the, like with all the the people doing like the hand, like the oh mas- this is hot, and like the, <laughs> the women massages. doing the massages, and oh it was just the so moose good. knuckles, all the moose oh, knuckles on the dudes where the guys they had tucked it underneath, oh just like, <laughs> and then the the the. Went back when the Ferengi were supposed to be super villains and they're using their yeah. dick whips and it was just like, uh, whoosh, whoosh, uh, it was just brilliant. It was brilliant how terrible it was. And that's what really I enjoyed. About, that's what I enjoyed it's, about it. it. It is poetically the perfect summary of the first two seasons, actually. And the fact that this is the season finale of season two. Right. Uh, I think it's just like, it just works so well symbolically of like, and now that's all in the past and we the show can be good <laughs> cuz starting in season you know season 3 everything is actually really good it's great from that point on yeah, season yeah. 3 on is really great <laughs> yeah we we got our doctor back we got better uniforms oh these jumpsuits is gone yeah these you know these jumpsuits so these jumpsuits really really grew on me they like really grew on me i hated them at first and now i kind of love the like the little uh line that they have right here like i like the lines i don't like the jumpsuiting like i don't know it's not flattering it's very difficult to for it to be flattering Um, yeah maybe it's because it doesn't break you know we need breaks in clothing i think unless you're somebody who looks like say jerry ryan or jolene blalick it's really hard to or you know um marina sir it's like and even then that's like hyper sexualized right it it it's hard to pull off a thing that is just like this is your skin basically yeah and that's what these uniforms are this is like this is your skin this is because uh, yeah. I feel like the Voyager ones were the Voyager DS9 ones with the colors on the shoulder. Those ones were jumpsuits too. I don't think those were two piece. Good point. But, but they're a they little bit they looser or something, tight. right? Um, yeah. Or even the Enterprise ones, where they're they're more like pilot flight, the more military esque. Yeah, right. yeah. I felt a very sort of like workman like like this is a blue collar starship with Enterprise and that's actually something I like about that show is like this you know this is a Florida engineer like he's a guy who works on spaceships you know he's he's, he's, he's gear. <laughs> he took a ride in a rowboat come on yeah he took a ride on a rowboat uh, yeah wow this this episode man incredible. Uh, I actually do like the visual effects that they had of the 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 virus slash bacteria slash whatever it is going into the brain yep. area. I'm always impressed by how they were able to do those visual effects, uh, even in like '88. Uh, so that's that's good. I'll give it that. I'll, I'll give it you. that. I just, I, it's not, I don't know. It's not going to get rated well. I'm not going to rate it well. It's going to get bad ratings. <laughs> I'm just saying, I did enjoy the episode. Mark, the, the fact that you had three glasses of wine makes me understand why you enjoyed this episode. Because like, I watched <laughs> this morning after I woke up and I had like a cup of coffee in my hand and I was like, what's going on? Why do I care about this? Riker, you got, a, <laughs> you got an owie. Okay. What's yeah, going on? You got on? an ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> you got an ouchie and on you your could even tell. You could even tell, I think... Uh, um, Frakes did a really good job acting this, so I'll give him that. In the very beginning, oh, yeah. he's like, "Oh fuck!" And then was it was it Jordy who was like, "What's wrong? What's wrong? What's up? What's wrong?" He's like, yeah. "Nothing, dude. Just like, 
we're gonna be okay. I just, I just can't think. believe I fucking did oh. this. I can't believe I fucking so hurt myself. Stupid. Like this is so stupid. Yeah, no, no, no. I gotta stupid. send you back. It's nothing. No, you don't. I just scraped myself. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's just just ouchy. It's just an ouchy. Um, yeah, the, he he is the highlight of the episode. Good for him. You know, in the same way that Robert Duncan McNeil really tried hard no. to make threshold work <laughs> breaks <laughs> tries really damn hard to make this work um but it's just i mean a, a tough challenge yeah a well, tough I, challenge i read that when data and jordy were down on the planet and they used that clunky phaser to cut the um the horn out of the uh the knot root the, stem the knot root. root yeah um <laughs> that initially it was written that the whole jungle was supposed to attack them but then the funding just wasn't there. So they were like, we got it. And they just beamed back. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a cheap episode. Who, why did you add all this stuff? <laughs> we can't know. <laughs> more roots. like Just more roots. God, I, I, ecologically, I would have liked somebody to be like, to explain how this works, you know, like, okay, so there are no animals, but they need animals to come through to infect but how is that part of the cycle? Does the thing die and then it? Yeah. What? It had, no. it had already killed all the animals, and the animals that had been there were had been dead for thousands of years. Had, were already fossils. Like, what? How is this? But how is all this stuff still alive then? How is it? Yeah. How is it, yeah, how is it a thing? Like <laughs> photosynthesis? Yeah. Unclear. Is this an invasive species? Why? Why were they even on the planet? We weren't we weren't told why they were on the planet even. We just went down there, sent our robot and our engineer to take a look around on a mostly bi- like mostly plant-based planet. Just think about like what Picard was Picard just like not thinking this it's like us uh, just I don't know guys, just take handle it. I'm gonna be in my ready room. I'm trying to get through the three musketeers. So just <laughs> it's a very boring movie. <laughs> Yeah. No, he's not reading it. Right. He's, he's not watching even reading the, book. the movie. <laughs> I know it's not it's not a huge deal. Um, something that really unsettled me was the amount of walking through water they were doing in their shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I hate too. that feeling. And so they were all just like walking wet around socks. in the water, <laughs> just like wet socks and shoes. I was like, there's rocks. Stand on the rocks. They need boots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either wear boots or stand on the rocks. Well, you know, you know how to do it, Riker. We saw it in your flashback. They need environmental you know- suits or something. You know their boots are hydrophobic in some way. Like, there's no way that yeah. they're gonna let wet, like wet socks, derail a mission because it would. We all know it would. Like, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is me being like a really like uh, Goldilocks um, Star Trek viewer. That what's what you're about to hear? Because like, yes, it bothers me that they don't wear any environmental protection at all in all of TNG, basically. Um, including this episode. But I've also been watching Discovery. And in Discovery, whenever they go on a mission, they're like, cool, let's wear our right. most like kinky, Ye- weird, like <laughs> sex hockey pad gear with like LED lights <laughs> in <laughs> them. <laughs> and I was like, this is too much. I think there should there's a happy medium there here is. where there it's absolutely like, is. <laughs> it's too, it's it's ridiculous. And it's it's shot too high def for it to look n- not cheap. You know, like it just it just looks like, yeah, you're wearing you're wearing a bunch of bulky plastic with LED lights in them. So uh, I'm just a complainy, whiny Star Trek fanboy who says, give me something in the middle. Um, you know, for me, I'm like, okay yeah. with them not 
wearing any protection while they're on the planet. I think what they just need to do is give an explanation, like being like, no, no, like we've, we have a general vaccine or we have like a, a force field or we have like some, some like our tricorders create a force field, like something. And then exactly. I needed, um, I needed a discovery to not do everything that they're doing with like the exosuits and every single planet. Like they're like, all right, I'm going to throw on everything we have. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so much. Uh, especially now that discovery is in the 32nd century, you feel yeah. like it would be more advanced. Anyways, <laughs> that's just me complaining about the stuff that isn't real. New Trek. Magic. Star Trek. That's the magic of Star Trek is you get to complain all you want. Yeah, exactly. There's 800 hours worth of complaining Best. to do. Uh, well, Riker had dead leg. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out... Um, <laughs> I just want to say, I want to quote Maurice Hurley here, the writer and former showrunner. Piece of shit. It was supposed to be a bottle show. Terrible. Just terrible. And a way to save money. I was on the way out the door. <laughs> on the way out the door. <laughs> I love that. I just love how easily people disown stuff that they're not proud of. Um, let's see here. This is the last time Pulaski's on Star Trek. No, going out with a whimper. I know. It's too bad. I, it's it's really too bad that they never even like referenced her again or acknowledged that she existed. That's a bummer for me. Because um, I, yeah, I do like her. This is the last episode to feature the regular characters wearing type A uniforms. We've already talked about that, but this is it. This is the last time. Um, and this is the last episode to have the original opening title sequence from season one featuring the planets from the solar system. Okay. Because then they moved to the new one, the new... Uh... Yeah. Space with the nebula. Yeah. Did you... Okay, so um, take off your ear things... Darius, because we're going to do a, a quick Picard season two spoiler. It's oh, not really. God. Why do you? Why, how do you guys <laughs> catch on, up? How do you Thursday. watch these things so quickly? I just don't get it. <laughs> well, Darius, yesterday, no, no, keep them on for this. Uh, yesterday, I, I got home late as usual um, from work and I was like, I got to watch Shades of Grey. So then I got stoned and I opened up Paramount Plus and I was like, oh, there's a new disco and a new Picard. So I watched them both last night. And then I was like, I'm too high to watch a terrible episode of Star Trek. I'll just fall asleep. So I watched it this morning. So that's how so I you, caught up. You should have watched so it quickly. high. I watched it drunk. So I should have watched it high. I I should have watched it high. That's that's the lesson here. I should have watched it high. Yep. Yeah. All I was gonna say is in Picard season two, they, I feel like there's a visual reference to the intro, to the opening title sequence of of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, that's it. That's not. That's not a huge spoiler. Uh, is there? I didn't. I didn't recognize that. When it zooms out from Earth. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God! There's Earth in Picard season two. <laughs> I just ruined it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Jan. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Darius. Oops. And I'm sorry to all our listeners. I'll issue an apology on Twitter. You should. Uh, you that's absolutely it, guys. Should. Uh, oh, time, this is the the first time all characters from from the show feature like including crush the people who are not on a show anymore tasha yar and, and, and beverly crusher as well as pulaski and even if it's only in flashbacks okay right. and then at the end uh of the episode it's like a sitcom they're like 
<laughs> yes, I'm Captain. And then Data, like, you do not have the authority to promote me to Admiral. Like, we know, Data. <laughs> God, that, why being such it a- reminded me. It reminded me of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air or something like that. Like, like yeah. a, a show that did do clip shows all the time. Like, th- that's what it reminded yeah. me of. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like the laugh track Brutal. and then the title. Like, <laughs> yeah, it should have just frozen like, frame on Data, <laughs> like, like turning his head, like understanding it, you know, like logging it. <laughs> Directed oh, by right. Rob Bowman. <laughs> Freeze frame. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Imagine it's July 17th, 1989, your favorite show that you've been supporting through its rough first two years, but you're like, you know what? I just, I think it's, it's getting better. Like Ricard's, <laughs> the Riker's got a beard now. I hear this is a really Riker centric episode. And by the, like, you know, the end of it happens you're like, so that's it, huh? Just have to wait six months to, this is it. This is, I just this, got this, this hanging is, over my head for six months. This is what you're going to give me now. All this right. is it. Cool. Okay. Great. <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> Look, so the I, writer's strike, do you think there would have been an actual finale if it weren't for the writer's strike? No. I think it would have, there would have been a better written one. Oh, okay. Possibly. Um, but I've because of the cash flow issue, because we know that there have been times where they've had cash flow issues and have made great episodes, like Duet on Deep Space Nine, for right. example, is a fantastic episode that is just to you know it's a shoestring budget yeah yeah um and we've we've ranked other ones too that are just not popping up in my head right now uh but i think this yeah this is um i don't think they would have had a like a best of both world style episode but they could have done something good they just this didn't have the time or money yeah shall, shall we uh hop into the archive i think we should Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Ah, so uh, you two are in the break as well. Yeah. What, what made, what, what, what got you here, Lopec? Oh, um, well, uh, you may have heard, but on the planet there is uh, a... Some sort of, we're not sure if it's a bacterium or a virus, uh, but if it nicks you in the leg, yeah, yeah, microorganism, it it nicks you in the leg and um, it can cause you to uh, have hallucinations and possibly die. So, um, okay, don't tell anybody this, but I pretended to get nicked in the leg. You too? So that I could, what's that? You too? Oh, so you... You pretended to get nicked in the leg. Absolutely. Tom. Yeah. No. I, okay. Okay. Well, I feel much more relieved that both of you have pretended. I'm pretty sure McCall yeah. did too. I mean, McCall said they got nicked in the leg. I just wasn't, I just assumed no. that. Well, it was. I, I actually got nicked in the leg. You guys right, pretended right. Wink, to? Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wink, wink. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. I 100% pretended to. Uh, here's the thing is, I found out uh, today, I was looking at the, I was doing a lot of, Paper bureaucratic work for mm. Starfleet, and I saw that Pulaski is actually transferring back off the Enterprise. And as you both know, I have a huge crush on her. Uh, she's so competent and funny, very human. You know, she's had seven failed relationships. So I thought, you know, this is my opportunity to shoot my shot, as it were. 
Um, but I, you know, as you know, my physiology is three times stronger than anybody else, uh, humans. So I had to fake getting nicked in the leg and having this thing. And I went there to sick bay and I started like, you know, I was doing the whole, like the thing where you make jokes and you try to, to, to be cool in the moment. But I got the other doctor. I didn't get Pulaski. So I kept asking, you know, can Pulaski treat me? And that doctor got really offended. And then, you know, he did a full body, full scan and figured out that I was lying. And that is actually a huge offense. So, um, I, I, here I am in the brig now for lying. And Pulaski hates me, by the way. She, she, she said to never, never seek treatment from her. Why would you go after Pulaski? Buddy. What do you mean? Why would I go after Pulaski? I don't know. She's, she's, she's beautiful. She's mature. She's funny. She's desired by many men, including Riker's father. You know, like, I don't know why, why, why aren't you into Pulaski? I don't know. She's uh, kind of, she, she's kind of mean. I, yeah. She's kind of yeah, just like, that, that's, that's interesting to me. You know, meanness is not a thing that, I mean, Vulcans are mean, but unintentionally because we're just so passive aggressive and, you know, don't take into account other people's feelings, but she knows that she's doing it, which is even, I don't know. There's something about that. I find very fascinating. So y'all are so, fake. Y'all are faking this shit. I actually got nicked by it, and it just it's, had it's, me. You're in the brig. You don't have to. Say yeah, you wink, wink. You, you you got nicked by it. I accidentally I accidentally got nicked by it. Wink, wink. Um, so that yeah. I could be like, because you know how the minute everyone was like, oh my god, Riker's hurt, and they threw him on the the, right. the gurney, and they threw him on the bed, and then he's he's in sick bay, yeah. and everyone's like. Yeah, Riker can't die, uh, you know. And so yeah, I yeah. figured, like, might as well throw myself in that situation, see how important yeah. I am on the ship, you know. Like, I right, got put in a bed true. right next to Riker. Like, that's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I mean, they went to put so the what, uh, the things in my head. You know how they they oh, um, yeah. they the, the drilled into Riker's head and they stimulated yeah. his brain. And they have a second one of those. Uh, apparently they did. Well, see, see, they were talking about having to share it between the two of us, which already, mm. like, I didn't want to have to take uh, drills to the head without actually being unconscious. Um, yeah. But then yeah, at the yeah. same True. time, like, they started to pull it out of Riker's head, and I heard that noise that, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I immediately popped up, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm feeling better. Yeah, I think I'm feeling better. Um, I, I How did you get caught off, then? Obviously. What did, did that doctor? Did that doctor that's not Pulaski call you out on it? Because yes. that guy is like, yeah, because he's, he's like, gonna, I think he's gunning. He for like her did a position. scan of me, you know, and like Pulaski mm. would have just accept. Like we all know, Pulaski's not that great as a doctor. I do she probably would have yeah. like missed it, um, but like he, uh, she doesn't he, even know the difference between a virus and a bacteria. That's what I was gonna say. Like it's microorganism. It's not. It can't just be a microorganism. Like it's virus and bacteria are completely different things. We all went through academy. We know this. Like yeah, it's pretty basic. So I started reliving the horrors of the occupation, and because I actually did get what occupation, the Bajoran occupation. I feel like we've talked about this a million times. Wait, Bajor is occupied by who? Currently, yes, by the Cardassians. Guys, we've talked about this before. I don't know. I don't really keep up to date with. 
I can't do per- I can't do in that part of the alpha quadrant. I can't do current events for all of the universe because like that just gets yeah. too. So I just kind of try to stick to wherever our ship is at the time, and I look yeah. for current events around that. I mean, and then, it's like, really just, overwhelming because if you concern yourself yeah. with that kind of thing, you know, it's just like you can't live your daily life. You <laughs> so know? it's just like it stressed it stressed you out all the time. I think the reason they threw me in here was because they kept getting false reports of people getting stung by this thing, and they thought mine was fake too. I mean, like honestly, it could be because I I'm not even sure if what you're saying is true. Honestly, like, who's even to say if what's fake is occupied and what's by not. the Cardassians? How are you here? There are people who escaped. Oh, so you're like you're a refugee? I'm not a refugee. I would just we left. Okay. okay. So why don't more people leave Bajor if it's so bad? You've never met Ensign Rowe? She's cool. I haven't. I don't know who that is. Mm-mm. She's on the, the Enterprise. The Zorans. See this, again. This I try to keep. Is like, I try to keep like yeah. my sphere as small as possible. Like I know you. Yeah, it's fine. I know yeah. Pert. Where, by the way, where is Pert? I, I would assume. I would have figured Pert would have probably found a way to try to monetize this, but I just haven't seen him around. Oh, he's ship. on the planet right now. I was now. gonna say he, I saw him yeah. going on the away mission down to the planet. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was, but he was wearing a lot of gear. Like he 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 taped up his legs with duct tape. Uh, <laughs> he he <laughs> big time. Are you telling me he like had the only hazmat suit aboard Enterprise? Yeah. He'll, well, he said he was gonna try to run into as many of those because you know how they hook in. Yeah. So I think he's just trying to like he, they're like really thick pads and he's just gonna try to hook you know like little barbs. Uh-huh. Um, what are they called? Uh, those little um, oh, thorns, those spiky thorns things. Yeah, he's just gonna run in there, collect as many as possible, and, and get that going. I saw he had some like twentieth century like garden shears. Like, yeah. you know, they look like big scissors. He had, like, two he pairs of those, huge, too. So yeah, like, he replicated some. Like, some giant ones. He was ready, so. <laughs> yeah, he's just down there. Gra- I think what he said is, like, he's it's like a great euthanasia, dr- like, thing. Because then you just have erotic dreams and die. So he's just right. going to grab as many of those and sell them as, like, a, a really cool way to, you know, if you're on end-of-life care sort of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that goes well for him. But we'll yeah, pro- we'll probably end up seeing him here again. Let's be honest. In this break. How long are you guys in the break for? Uh, I I normally it would be a an eight hour punishment, but I have to do it three times as long. So, so it's uh. Why are you doing it three times as long? It's because I'm Vulcan. So whenever we caught we do something wrong, we just get triple the punishment. <laughs> like I don't think that's necessarily how that works. Just because you're three, just times, because stronger, you're three times stronger. Three times stronger. Doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean I, you. I think it's just fair. <laughs> L- Lopec, I think it's just fair. How long have you been in here so far? Well, I just walked in, so... Oh, he was right. Last. Sorry. Seven yeah. minutes. Like yeah. I said, I try to keep my sphere as small as possible. It's really narrow. Info. Yeah. It's like yeah. really small. I, I like, like make goldfish. it small. I make it big. Like I can like I can adjust the yeah. size of my sphere of influence, you know? So like, yeah. That's really practical. That yeah. That's great. Well, McCall, I'm really sorry about whatever is happening on... You've already forgotten, beta, haven't beta, you? Beta Z? You've already forgotten. It? <laughs> Does it have anything to I do just, with the earring that you wear? It has everything to do with that. Well, that's my religion. Oh, okay. That's just as that's like I know we don't like talking life. about religion. I know. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. We'll I don't just, even know what we'll a Cardassian is. Like, I've never seen one. I've never heard of them. Like, is, has this been going on for like thousands of years or something? No, just like, like 50. This, just like 50 years. You know, it feels like the next okay. thing you're going to tell me is there's like a wormhole to another like dimension and like it's going to. I don't know anything. I about just. That. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, once you start going with one of these things, I just like, where do I draw the line? What's real? What's I? I bet your religion has some like gods or something like that. Prophets. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah, see. But and, I don't. We don't really like talking about it for our religion. You know, we'll just we'll just argue. Right. Cool. Well, I would leave Ooh, if I well, could, I, but um, yeah, yeah. So we just gotta. I think I'm gonna take a nap. Maybe I'll just carve out this space. This is for me. You take like, a nap there. Can, okay, Lopek, you just carved out three times the amount of space that we have. You well, just, I need three again. times more space because. <laughs> I think we can we just have the equal space in the brig? Do you really need three touches? Yeah. <laughs> it's equal for humans and the, what are you again? Bajoran. Bajorans. Um, but again, you you can't you know, it's not equal based on the species. We have to think about how this affects us all differently. I mean, I grew up in a camp, so like I'm used to smaller spaces. So Great. Yeah. So I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna shrink there. the sphere my sphere just down and I'm going to take a nap. How about that? Does that work great. for you no, guys? That sounds great. Yep. Can we, yeah, yep. let's just, let's just stop. The holodeck. This barely counts as the holodeck because it's, it's a recollection of the holodeck. That's, I, I nicked it points on all the scores. I nicked it points because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it doesn't count. You weren't actually doing holodeck stuff. You were remembering was, holodeck stuff. Yeah, it was Here's the thing the too. Stuff. We're not even going to, we, I don't remember what the score I gave to Encounter at Farpoint is. So it's kind of like getting to re, re-rate Encounter at Farpoint and all these other ones. And it's like, hmm. It's funny because like you mentioned earlier, it recontextualizes it, but also there are elements of it that don't work anymore because like Chekhov's rock that we talked about in Encounter at Farpoint where, you know, uh, Riker steps on the rock and it wiggles a bit. And that's a setup for when Wesley jumps on, like gets on it and he slips and falls in the water. We don't get to see the payoff of that rock. No. It doesn't work. But when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is a moment. Because again, like I said earlier, it wasn't like I couldn't tell if it was one of these situations where Riker was actively dreaming. And so when he did the rock, in my head, the way I read it was like, Riker's like, oh, I remember this. The wiggly rock. Wait a second. I remember the wiggly rock. Like... And then, yeah. like, he gets to data, and there's just this, like, sense of, uh, of like, suspense. So my suspense score is going to be higher. Everything else is probably going to be a lot lower. <laughs> okay, let's, let's give it a shot. Dialogue. I mean, there's, there's the minuet scene. There's, there's uh, fellas, you've outdone yourself. And there's <laughs> uh, uh, the conversation. The, the gym meeting. joint. Yeah. Does he really say gin joint? He says, what's a knockout like you doing in a computer-generated gin joint like this? That's right. I do miss that. I'm gonna, Again, I'm going to dock it like Mark said. I'm going to give it a two because I like the little conversation between Data and Riker. He's like, well, that does concern me, actually. I am superior in many ways. I didn't like... I, I thought it was weird that he says... He he says you've read my service record, or he said I I read your service record when Picard um like recommended you, and then he he's like oh that's a good idea that you did that, and then Riker says but your title your 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 um whatever yeah, your, rank your rank is, is just honorary correct, and he goes no I went to 
<laughs> I went to the academy and stuff. Didn't you read you a service? Re- you just read a service record. You would have seen that he <laughs> went to went to the it. academy. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pile of resumes on Riker's desk, and he's just like, uh, okay. He's like, Lieutenant Commander, he's second in command. Data, okay. Lieutenant, oh, but he's a robot. That's it. That's all I need to know about that right. guy. It's like, <laughs> so you didn't list. read his service record. No, so. no. Why? Why would okay. I? Why would I do that? <laughs> it's a big example. You know how recruiters don't really read past yeah, like, the first few bullets. It's like it's like like oh, reading cover letters. Like oh yeah, I definitely read your cover letter. Like not definitely your cover did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I said two two point five. 2.5 from Mark. Uh, three. No. Wow. Why did I say three? I meant one. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a that's a shift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, romance. Uh, for the minuet, but i only going to give it a 1.5. It was vibing. They were vibing. They vibe. They do vibe. You, you barely just, get it. You need all of it. Two from Mark. 1.5. Action. Zero for me. Zero. Zero. We Suspense. don't even get Wesley falling in the water. Like we, we don't yeah, even get I would have liked water. that. <laughs> we don't get any bone action, trombone action from the minuets. Uh, and, oh yeah. Some boning. <laughs> uh I'm gonna give it a a point five for suspense because like Darius said at the beginning, you're like, what's happening? Why why is this the dream that we're seeing? I'm giving it a, a three for suspense because I that moment for me was so I, like I <laughs> so I weird, felt yeah. so much more suspense for some reason when yeah, he didn't that's... have a beard I was like okay what Mark what's your what's your score zero oh zero straight up a zero yeah uh, camp it is very campy this is where if it had been a standalone it would have gotten a five when he calls him pinocchio that was and yeah. when he used gin joint when he called it a, a computer yeah. generated gin joint it would have been a five but I, yeah. it's only a three for me for camp three for me as well uh, three as well yeah okay and finally the stakes i guess he's dying but it's not because of the holodeck or anything like that zero it's zero for me yeah zero Okay. Surprisingly, the score here is actually going to beat out Threshold. So, computer, what's the final score? It should beat Threshold. Calculating. 1.28. So, So uh, it it beat Code of Honor, too. It did beat Code (laughs) of Honor. This episode is worse than... Is this this worse than those two episodes? I kind of like it. Because of again the meta context of it, you know the, what's happening in the real world, and and Eclipse Show is such a weird cultural artifact. I kind of like that aspect of it. I don't think it's worse. It's not racist, and it's not. It's actually not as boring as Threshold. I think. No, I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's at least it has the energy of a clip show. Of you get to see a lot of different things, and you I, get to laugh at the at the moose knuckle white bikini planet. I was able right. to watch the first two seasons of TNG without having to watch the first two seasons of TNG, <laughs> which I enjoyed because well I cannot sit through 
20, 48 episodes of those two seasons. I can't. And I got to see Tasha. I got to see Beverly. I got to see Pulaski. I got to see Guinan. I got to see everyone. And I didn't have to watch those two seasons. And so I, that's why I enjoyed it. I, it was a nice little injection of TNG and I don't have to watch any more TNG. You know, I guess I, do, I am, I should have taken advantage of this in the sense that this is the most we'll ever get to talk about conspiracy, which we haven't talked about is the episode in season one mm-hmm. where the little worm aliens get inside the, the mouths and the tummies of the admirals and the commanders. And I actually low key think that's a great episode. <laughs> and I, 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 everybody desperately wants those aliens to come back and these new shows. Cause they're like, do something just they're, they're, they're from outside the galaxy. I think somebody, even at the beginning of discovery season four was like, is it those guys? Is it those weird is mouth it, aliens? Is it those guys? <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not those guys. Cause they're never coming back again. That clip um, where the guy says like vitamins are good for like whatever. And then he like high kicks Riker, like the old man high kicks. I thought that was so funny. I know it's really great. Like, Oh, that's the stunt guy and the wide. And we're back close on the old guy who probably can't lift his leg above his waist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I missed that. And they blew up the face of the guy, the mm-hmm. commander Reddick or whatever his name is. Uh, I, I, yeah, there's no holiday content, unfortunately in the, that episode. It's um that's that, that's it. Oh, and then there's um the episode where the the symbiosis episode, uh, where the one planet is selling drugs to the other planet, and um, that's that's a really classic Prime Directive episode that I don't think there's any holiday content in, featuring Kirk's son, who's not Kirk's son. But that's it. I got I got nothing else, guys. This is this is it. Shades <laughs> of Gray. Uh. They, uh, they, joke, rec- they joked okay. about it and called it um, um, Riker's brain instead Riker's, of instead of Spock's, Spock's brain. brain. <laughs> Riker's brain. <laughs> they really should have called it Riker's brain. That's funny. Who who joked ar- that around? I think I saw that on Reddit somewhere. That's funny. Yep. Spock's brain considered the worst original series episode. Maybe, Maybe we'll do, do that. that. Maybe we should do that next week. I do want to do a Deep Space Nine, but um, you know, like we we talked about this, and Mark also brought it up. Like, should we do Move Along Home? This the it's the really bad Deep Space Nine episode that isn't exactly the holodeck, but it is. I think all the guys get Jumanjied into not Jumanjied out of, but Jumanjied into a board game. Uh, it's such a bad episode. Maybe we do it Should because we? we're doing bad episodes this this month or this this, we can, this run, not even month. Maybe we do it yeah. and we don't rate it because it's not technically yeah. a holodeck. Well, we can decide when we watch it yeah. whether because it counts or not. There is – there, and you guys will – you can decide. There is a, a deck on the ship. I watched it recently. There's a deck on the ship of the alien ship that is where all the energy is coming from. Um, okay, so that's why yeah. I think it's holodeck. But and I do want to add a little bit of Deep Space Nine flavor to this. You know, we should be fair and and say that every show has its stinkers, and we've already done Meridian for Deep Space Nine, which is <laughs> not good. <laughs> right. Um, so let's try. Let's try move along home, and we can decide while watching it if it counts as. DS9 also has that episode where the whole village is holograms. But that was good. Actually, that, that is, is a good. good episode. That is good. 
That's a good yeah, episode. Like that's a good that's one. That's what I'm we saying. Will is like, do that DS9 one. doesn't have a lot of bad episodes when it comes to stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think Meridian's the only one where I can think, like, and, they, and even that has elements that are fun. Um, but yeah, Deep Space Nine doesn't have outright bad episodes. Do you disagree, Mark, as the Deep Space Nine expert? DS9 doesn't have bad episodes. DS9 has bad episodes, but holodeck episodes? Mm. What's the worst Deep Space Nine episode besides Move Along Home to you? In general? Yeah. Oh, the first few seasons, um, If Wishes Were Horses is a really bad episode. Which one is that? That's in season one. That's where everybody's like fantasies start coming true on the... Um... Is that where, where Cisco meets the baseball player? Yeah, and like, um, like a like a gnome. O'Brien has like a gnome that comes on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's not a great one. Early DS Nine. <laughs> they're aliens, early, right? They're aliens yeah. that like yeah. Early DS Nine is has some really good episodes and some really bad ones. When they decided they weren't going to do, they weren't going to follow the TNG formula. That's when. Um, so like mid season three, that's when things like started yeah. to. Well, season two finale, don't they meet the gem, the dominion? They go down on that field trip. Okay. Yeah. So that's our episode. <laughs> <laughs> we got real distracted Sorry, getting there. into the weeds. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks, special thanks to Lodaire, our science yeah. correspondent. Uh, really appreciate that. that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Lodair's been one of the like uh, OG, not o- yeah, one of the OG listeners. Like Lodair's been like like super involved on Twitter, super involved in our Discord, and there's a lot of other listeners out there. I just wanted to shout Lodair out, and I'm glad we were able to have him on. If you have a hidden expertise that it could be applicable to Star Trek, feel free to get in touch with us on our Discord, like Lodair did, and we'll see. Like, if somebody's out there who's, like, an electrical engineer, it's like, this is completely ridiculous what they did with the transport. It's like, great. I love an excuse to have somebody basically competence porn. I love competence porn. This is why also, we like, like Star Trek. If somebody, if somebody's out there that's, like, a huge expert on a specific, se- like, series of Star Trek or even just Star Trek in general, I'll take that yeah. as well. Like, we have Mark as, yeah. like, our... DS9 expert, but we'll have we can have other people who are like experts on Star Trek. So let's do it. I don't really watch any other shows, so <laughs> yeah. Mark, who I get corrected <laughs> all the time on every other every other series. So <laughs> you're correcting us a lot, though. So yeah, that's um, that's great. Well, we we need an enterprise super fan. Really, is, cool. is somebody who's like I don't know if those exist. Good luck. I know. I'm like I am an enterprise defender. It's not my favorite show, but I, I'm like, it's not as bad as you remember it is. Um, <laughs> if you if you like this podcast, your first time listening, go ahead and subscribe. We have new episodes pretty much every Wednesday. Knocking on wood here, um, and uh, and also you can rate us if 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 your platform allows you to rate us. I would yeah. recommend a five star rating or higher if it, if it, if that's allowed. Yeah, if you can do a ten star rating, do it we'll take it we need to up that average <laughs> you know it's like a, it's like weighted scores and gpas if i'll you take a 13 star classes. rating but but yeah, that's the highest i'll take you well, 13 is a cool number <laughs> join our discord there's a link to our discord from our link tree on instagram which is a really complex way to do it but i think there's not, so not really an easy way to share 
a Discord channel. It's so hard. On Instagram, we're, yeah. They make it so hard. At, <laughs> at Trek to the Holodeck on, uh, on Instagram. Darius, do you want to do any more or should I just do all of them? Uh, if you want to do them all, I mean, like okay, I'll just know. I'll just fly through. Well, I, Mark, you, do you want to do one? There's one. There's I don't one have that, them in front of me. This is there's one thing. that there's one that like Jan struggles with co- consistently, and I'm wondering if I should make Jan do it or not. Yeah, you should have me do it because I never do it. Okay. So you do you do? I'll just do all of them then. Fuck it. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you. <laughs> Our intro and outro music was by the artist Bodyline, used with the permission of Midwest Collective. Check them out on Bandcamp. You did it. I did it. <laughs> I had to think about it though. It's a, you did it very like strategically, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I had to segment um, it. This is a fan podcast. Uh, we we don't hold any rights to Star Trek. We don't want to infringe on any rights holders of Star Trek. So like Paramount Plus, fix your app, but don't come after us. Oh God! There is a on the Chromecast Paramount Plus app. I'm going to complain about it. About it. There's a moment where it switches from like the pre-roll trailer, basically the mm-hmm. commercial they do before you watch an episode, and when they actually play the episode, mm-hmm. where there's just a green screen, like it just flashes green. Oh my God! I need to record this because it's it's happened every single time. It's like how is this? That'll give allowed. me a seizure. That that'll that'll activate my epilepsy. I, I'm yeah. So don't use Paramount Plus on Chromecast, Mark. We have a Roku. Yeah, we have a Roku. Thank, we can't. Guess, yeah. and we can't. We're not going to be able to watch TNG on Netflix anymore if you're in the United States. Yeah, April first, right? Yeah. See, here's the deal, Paramount. And I know we've said this before, but you're shooting yourself in the foot. I've seen so many tweets from people being like, "I started watching Star Trek on Netflix." Like I'm three seasons in, it's leaving in April. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish it. And they're very obviously not going to subscribe to Paramount Plus. And they no. really want to watch Star Trek. You gain so many new Star Trek fans by having your stuff on other platforms. And I understand Netflix is culpable in this situation as well because Netflix probably wanted way too much money to stream it. But like, come on. Isn't this the opposite? Right. They didn't want to pay as much. Sorry. They don't want to pay as much. Yeah. I was hoping that would just slide under the radar. (laughs) Sorry, uh, I'm going to call you out. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know what Netflix's long-term plans are, but we can talk about that another day. So you guys hosted by somebody? God, see, Mark's Mark. He 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 really really pushes this, and I get it. Like we love our sponsor IndieSource so much that we forget to pitch them every single time <laughs> we should we should do it at the top of the episode right right we should because they but we're a member of <laughs> they actually they actually uh do pay for our uh, uh how we host and stream our probably put our podcast up so <laughs> and they got a tons of great podcasts on yeah tons of great yeah. ones so it is indiesaurus <laughs> and here's the tag for it you're listening to an indiesaurus production <laughs> Yeah, great. Awesome. Cool. Well, that's that's it for this week. Uh, computer? Mark, thanks and for programs for guesting. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Mark. And program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. 
That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 